opportunity is taking the initiative to get involved as, as much as you can. And recognising your full potential. Have you found your passion? Many people can spend a lifetime working out what makes them tick. How does the school value of opportunity enable pupils to find their calling? And what can staff do to support them in pursuing their ambitions? There's a great quotation which I often use at Open Days, which is from um, Henry Thoreau, which is, um, too many people go to their graves with their songs still unsung inside them. And, you know, it seems to me a, a good school ought to release that song. And you've got to find that. And so that's what opportunity is. And I think, you know, making the most of your gifts is not just a sort of cliche in this school. It's an obligation. If you are lucky enough to be educated at a school like Alain's, absolutely, you make those opportunities work for you. That's Jane Lunnan, head of Allen School, and this is episode two of Allen's Rock On, Opportunity, a new school podcast which seeks to deep dive into a broad range of subjects and transport you into the world of Allen's. The mass of men lead lives of quite desperation and go to the grave with the song still in them, from Warden, written by Henry Thoreau. Let's go back to Jane Lunnan, who talks more about the school's co-curricular offer. The other thing that one of the reasons why I'm sure it rose to the top of the values uh, list when people were thinking about Alain's is because of the incredible wealth of opportunity here. And it isn't just about the amazing learning you can do in the classroom. As we all know, it is about the co-curricular side of things. I mean, I, and I think I'm right in saying it's over 150 clubs and activities every week, which is just insane, isn't it? And, you know, some people might say, why on earth are you investing so much of your time and money and resource and everything into that? Well, one, because it's fun. Two, because that is how kids learn and how they find their thing and they find out who they were meant to be. We talk a lot about the spirit of possibility, but that is about, you know, again, making the most of what's what's there. And you can just, you see it in every single part of the school, but one really good example is our sport provision. And it's really breathtaking. We've got a thousand kids in our senior school and nearly 80% of them play competitively for the school. I mean, that's just insane. And, you know, it's hard to think of a sport that we don't, have a go at <laughs> you know uh, that, that there must be some I'm not sure actually tiddlywinks I don't know if we do that but you know at every level in every possible sport and it's you know it isn't just that the very very top end although we do have plenty of international and national competitors and even Olympians but it isn't that it's actually that you also you have the G team turning out to play you have kids coming to practice on a Saturday morning just because it's there. And, and that's opportunities for girls, for boys, for girls and boys together. It's really about trying to make the very, very most of the amazing resources that we have here. And, and that sport is a great way to, to provide opportunity for all. And we really, really take that seriously. With more than 180 exciting and diverse co-curricular clubs to choose from, and 60 weekly sports clubs, not counting matches and fixtures, which involve over 150 teams, playing more than 1,200 competitive games across the year, Allen's pupils have plenty of opportunity to find their passion. Assistant Head for Co-Curricular and Partnerships, Neil Green, talks more about how pupils are introduced to Allen's co-curricular offer. I think the most important thing is that we encourage, right from the very start, the pupils to have a go and try new things. Lots of the pupils, when they first join the school, will have had a whole different host of experiences. So it's really important, as they arrive, they try lots of new things. We start that with a, a great co-curricular fair at Year 7, so they find out all about all the different co-curricular activities on offer. Lots of the older pupils are there to help and explain what's going on to them and, and, and get involved. 
And actually, that very first term, we say just be as busy as you possibly can. Try new things, make new friends, and find those passions and interests that are there. The lovely thing about that co-curricular fair is if there's an activity that perhaps someone hasn't seen or would like to try and uh, get involved with, there's a suggestion box and they can put ideas in that. And in the past, we've had uh, additional activities such as Magic Club, Unicycling Club, and a whole host of different other ideas that have come up just through those suggestions as an example. Year 12 student Edie talks about the sports clubs she initially got involved with when joining Allings. Yeah, from year seven, I started off I did, I think the first thing I did was swimming at school and it was just open up to everyone to start doing swimming and then that started off with water polo and that was probably the first opportunity, new opportunity in terms of sport that I had at Allianz and then that kind of branched out into, you had tennis, I did cross country, I did lots of different sports, hockey, I'd never done hockey before, before coming to Allianz and obviously because of the wide range of facilities we have here, we have the swimming pool, we have the hockey pitch. We have lovely football pitches. It's kind of just like a new, when, when I joined in year seven, there was lots of different stuff for me to join. And then I guess more recently, being able to play with the boys, I've got, I don't think that's an opportunity many other schools kind of provide. And I think Allianz is quite unique in that aspect. I've been able to play with the boys up to now. So, I mean, up to next year as well. So, yeah, I'm excited for that too. PE teacher and former Allianz pupil Ollie Beecham chats more to Edie and summarises how she is now pursuing her passion for football. Touching on football, for, for, for people who don't know you, obviously lots of people know you around school, but you obviously play, play for Chelsea outside of school and uh, you spoke about it there. You're, you're, I believe, the first girl to ever represent the Allianz boys football first eleven, which is a fine achievement. H had you played football before you came to Allianz? Yeah, I played football, but I didn't take it very seriously before I came to Allianz. I played for a grassroots boys team and I played for them until year eight. But then when I started coming to Allianz, it was a lot more serious. We played every Saturday. We had like futsal, we played indoors, like Mr Odie used to do futsal with us. And then obviously when I started taking it a bit more seriously, when I joined Chelsea in year nine, Allianz became a big aspect because playing with boys and girls, we have girls football as well. And that's got a lot bigger in the last couple of years. And that's been really interesting to see how like the girls have been able... We've got people coming out to watch the girls play football. We play on the first team pitch. Like It's got big as well. Though education isn't just constrained to the classroom, Edie talks furthermore about how mixed football has filtered into the playground and what the benefits are of playing in a mixed team. More people are wanting to join. Like, we have people going around, you know, people saying, oh, can I join in? And people be more confident knowing that it's not just... We go there and we have fun and we do training and it's a really lovely environment and it's branching out and it's, it's got bigger. So I see in the playgrounds at lunch, I love seeing how the girls play with the boys, just playing like playground football. And that just wasn't, I used to be so scared when I was, but then that's kind of just been something that's branched out because I've been able to play with the boys in games, in not just football, but in hockey and doing mixed water polo and that kind of stuff. It kind of branches out into what you do as a pupil just around school, like playing football in the playground. So I think that's a big step up. Like it's really good in terms of just improving my football because playing with boys, you have to be quick, you have to be faster. But then also playing with boys has helped me become a stronger person because sometimes you get comments on the pitch by other boys, but then you have people around you kind of supporting and you have your teammates supporting you and they've all been really supportive of me. 
and um, same as the coaches, like you and Mr. Malloy as well. They've been, you've both been brilliant in helping me. Like I've, I've definitely improved so much over this year because we train so often a week. We play train most of the time twice a week, and it's just really good. Awesome. Yeah, I think you know without even realizing, some schools and clubs can create kind of barriers for pupils to to really progress in whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. In your case, football. I think at Alain's we really pride ourselves on on being child-centred as a starting point and then we kind of build the provision around you to to make sure that you can that you can flourish really so I think it's been so important for you to have those different ranges of experiences captaining the girls team playing in the boys age group teams and then building up to eventually playing in the first level I think those opportunities have have really allowed you to progress and develop and become the footballer and, and, and the person that you that you are today. Students can volunteer at the Allianz Academy. Neil Green explains more about this community sports outreach programme. So the Allianz Academy is something that we run every Tuesday night. Our amazing director of sport, Gavin English, wanted to launch this from, from the sports department and it effectively is for, for an hour and a half on, on a Tuesday evening reaching out to, uh, to local peoples within the community and trying to provide an opportunity to give them a really positive excellent sporting experience that perhaps they couldn't access for, from 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 their their their, their perspective as, as, a, as a family so they've been doing football basketball hockey netball cricket swimming some of those sports when you go to clubs can be quite expensive and not that easy to access so by reaching out to our local primary schools within the community we've had a great uptake of families that that come regularly about 120 pupils each week and um, there's there's huge benefits. Lots of local sports clubs um, donate their time and come on to that, come along to that, and give their time for coaching for that for free. As do many of our pupils across the across the school who volunteer at that and help and support the younger pupils as part of those activities. It's going to come again uh, next year, and a really exciting project that I know is is really well thought of within the community and something we're very proud of. UD gives more insight on what she has enjoyed and learnt from volunteering at the Allianz Academy with um, the outreach programme, which I know that lots of us have been doing, and volunteering on Tuesday nights, helping give out, because of our amazing facilities, just being able to give that out to people in the community who maybe don't have that kind of opportunity, and then being able to come in every week, meet with their friends, meet new people, and be coached by us is just something that's showing them that they can uh, develop and they can use these like our amazing facilities to make themselves better, and it might make them want to pursue football like the people that I've been playing with when I coach them or we're doing work with them they're telling me now like oh yeah I want to be a footballer I want to do all of this and it's giving them more of a chance to maybe like pursue that dream. Volunteering is an important aspect of school life at Allianz. Neil Green summarises why. In the school that um, as it's important as, as, as we know as part of our school values and, and kindness being one of them and opportunities being another we have over half the pupils in the in in the school that are involved in some sort of outreach partnership or volunteering um, projects so we try to encourage our pupils uh, to look, look look up and look out rather than look in which sometimes uh, teenagers can do that's 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 life but we we want our pupils to uh, to engage with with others we want our pupils to make a positive aspect to, to, towards their community and, and really develop an outlook of life of actually that it's it's not just about them or their friends, it's about others as well. And how can you positively um, contribute to that? Let's go back to Jane Lunnan, who talks more about why opportunity was selected as a school value at Allianz. 
Well, I mean, one of the reasons is what, and the reason why these five values are our value very, very pragmatically is because everybody that we asked said it. <laughs> so, and I, you know, that, that, but that really matters to all the stakeholders. And again, that was alumni, that was staff, that was governors, that was parents, and above all, that was kids. That's what they said. You know, it's a respect, opportunity, curiosity, courage, and kindness. Those are the top five. But why is opportunity in particular uh, one of our values? You've got to look back at our wonderful founder, you know, Ned Allen. I really wish I could have met him. But he was a man who seized opportunities, right? I mean, he was, he was, he had nothing much. He was a poor player and he, and he transformed his life and he did it through talent and engagement, really generous engagement with the world. He wanted to share what he could do. He did it to the best of his abilities. Um, he made the most of every opportunity that came his way. And that led to the greatest opportunity of all, which was foundation of a school and then opportunities for now more than 1,300 kids on a yearly basis who work, go through the school, learn things, do things, test themselves, challenge themselves in ways they could never have imagined, um, and then go out and make the world better. So education is opportunity. Ollie Beecham talks more about how staff help students make the most of opportunities and support those who choose to specialise. Opportunities can, can, can potentially yeah. create problems, can't it? Because actually we talk a lot about Alain's about wanting to do so much, wanting to push ourselves to, to get involved in so many different activities and actually balancing that can, can be really tricky. I think sacrifice is, 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 is quite important and I think for Edie, She's recognised that she is incredibly passionate about playing football and, uh, and that is what she really wants to do. So as a result of that, as she alluded to, she's maybe had to, had to sacrifice in other areas. And I think it's important as a school and as a, as a department, we, we try and work really hard to make sure that we support the pupils when making those kind of difficult decisions and that we give them time and we give them space to maybe catch up in areas such as academic work if, if, if needed. But I think, you know, it's difficult to do everything your whole life. We, we all have to make sacrifices. But actually educating the people so that they realise that that's OK, that you can do something and it can be really fun for a few years, but then actually you're allowed to stop doing it and that's OK. And you don't have to continue to do everything your whole life. You know, if I was still playing grade four trumpet now, um, I probably wouldn't have much time to plan any lessons. But as a result of that, I've had to give up my grade four trumpet career, which is really, really sad. But I'm probably a better teacher for it. And as a result of that, I feel quite fulfilled. So I think that yeah. sort of messaging, and I think Edie's a primary example of, of someone who, who, a success story of someone who has taken on so many of the opportunities at Alain's, but actually has picked the right moments to, to start to specialise and start to hone exactly what she wants to do and, and what she's passionate about, which is being able to kick a ball really, really hard, really, really accurately, run really fast, jump really high, and just be an all-round legend. Um, in terms of my own sporting journey, if I compare myself to kind of some other people who I went to university with or who I play sport with now, it's the opportunity to play as many different sports as possible. If you go to some other schools, yeah. I won't name any names, because um, I don't want this to get edited out. If you go to some <laughs> other schools, they will maybe want you to specialise really early and they will identify you as a footballer or a rugby player or someone who's really good at music and drama and they will pigeonhole you to doing that. But actually at Alain's we want pupils when they arrive to be as broad as possible. So I really value when I have conversations with friends from university and they're quite surprised by you know, the amount of different things that I did at school. And I think as a result of that, you know, I'm, I'm a far more well-rounded person.
And then I suppose they obviously gave me the opportunity to come back and teach, which means that I wasn't too bad a pupil, even though I did get in trouble a few times. But obviously, that's a huge opportunity. So, you know, as a result of that, I, I think about how much I loved being at Alain's and I just want to make sure that I'm the best possible teacher and I give up my time to give, to, to, to give the current pupils the same experiences that I had. You know, going on school trips, going to South Africa, yeah. um, going on football tours, you know, going to the theatre to see the women in black. All these things are opportunities that I cherish and I have fond memories of. So I feel really proud um, that I can then kind of give back um, to the current pupils and make sure that, that they have the kind of same experiences and opportunities that I had. Opportunity at Allen's ranges much wider than sport alone. There are a plethora of educational and enrichment options for both the pupils and the community. Neil Green talks about the Allen Summer School. Um, we did this post-pandemic. Um, it was very hard um, during this period when we were out of school to, uh, to engage with our partnership work and our outreach work and our volunteering. So as, as a school and as a community, we raised a huge amount of funds to benefit the local community. And um, when we were back into school, we then had an opportunity to have pupils from local, local primary schools that we contacted and asked for them to, uh, the heads to, to identify those, those pupils and those families that had a really tough time. And as a result of that, we, we put a summer school on for them, a week of uh, sort of activities, but really fun and engaging activities, lots of sport, lots of opportunity, breakfast and lunch and what have you. And, and the idea really was that hopefully to engage those children and those families back into uh, education when they started in September, that they started in a really positive way, which uh, seemed to go very well. This year, our summer school's got a slightly different slant because we've got a huge number of Ukrainian families. So this is gonna be a really powerful summer, I know, with lots of Ukrainian families being part of this scheme. And I think not only just purely from an educational point of view, but I think from a social context as well, it's gonna be really important for those families to make them feel welcome within the community. A wise man will make more opportunities than he finds. Francis Bacon. Allen's alumni, Sam Akawumi, Cribs 2014, describes how he approached life at Allen's when he joined the school. So I joined Allen's out of sixth form, and I think like recognising the opportunity of Allen's in itself is probably, you know, the biggest kind of like change in how I see and how I approach life. And so, you know, I, you know, came from a state school beforehand and before joining Allen's, I was planning to return back to the state school till the teacher was like, no, like, you know, there's, there's schools out there that would offer you more for like what you, you would bring to the table. So I came here to Allen's, fell in love with it, uh, brought my mum, she was ecstatic and was like, this is crazy, let's do this. So I applied here, but I think in terms of like being and working and, and studying at Allen's, what it did was it changed my perspective on what life could be and how to approach life. Coming from sort of a working class kind of like family, like there's a, there's a certain approach that, you know, I, I can't speak for everyone, but there was a certain approach that I had towards life and how I approached opportunities and how I looked for opportunities and certain things. And if it wasn't really itemised out and set within a set structure, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't go for it before then. You know, if I'm being honest, this is not, you know, I, I don't live around here. This is not, I, I mean, I would say now that this is my community, but at the time, this wasn't my community. It wasn't a set of people that I grew up sort of knowing and, and interacting with. So knowing, and so coming here with that, like, 
absolute um, idea of like this is I'm going to be a sponge and I'm going to absorb as much as I can from being here even even though it's only for two years um, just kind of really set me up to just absolutely just go like right I can do anything I just need to have enough time to learn how to do it. Further to co-curricular clubs on site, the school offers a variety of school trips. In a post-pandemic world, Neil Green reflects on the benefits and justifications of school trips at home and abroad. I think the most important thing more recently is that it's um, forced us as a school to reflect in a sustainable way about the types of trips that we offer. So the real educational value from a trip and the benefit to the pupils. Can, can it, does it need to be so further afield? Question mark. Um, so it's, it's, it's really made us reflect as, as we're starting to introduce trips again in, in that way. But I think the benefits um, for the pupils with regards to trips are the chance to be with friends. So there's a huge social aspect. And I think we've noticed in the pandemic, uh, even the, the reasons for even me, more importantly, that pupils need to communicate and, and, and be together uh, outside of a, a school context and in, in, in the trips is excellent. Um, obviously making education real, so visiting places where you can really um, engage and see uh, the benefit of what you're studying is really, really important. And also there's a massive element of independence and leadership in terms of the pupils being away. So Duke of Edinburgh and CCF as a prime example uh, really develop those leadership and teamwork skills, those softer skills that are so important in life that we really, really know uh, in that respect. If you take just two things away from this episode, don't let opportunities pass you by and look up and look out. As Richard Branson once said, If somebody offers you an amazing opportunity but you are not sure you can do it, say yes, then learn how to do it later. We hope you enjoyed Alain's Rock On opportunity. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to our channel wherever you get your podcasts. With thanks to all staff, students and alumni who made this podcast possible. Narrated by me, Alain's student, Domitil. Produced by Sarah McGee and edited by the Bonjour Podcast Agency.